You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide, the show where we help corporate executives experience time and financial freedom via franchising. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I was actually going through my notes and looking at some previous episodes, and we tackled uh, the show Top Three Reasons Franchisees Fail, but we all, but we did not address the top three reasons franchisees succeed and, and flourish and, and, and do really well. So wanted to tackle that one today. It's going to be a, a shorter episode, but I, I thought it was really important to to really cover this topic. But before we we dive in on the show. Wanted to, to make sure, you know, for everyone listening in, we really appreciate your feedback. Um, you know, the, the shows have been based off of your comments of the show via social media on YouTube, uh, conversations I have on a daily basis with, with families looking and exploring franchising. And I wanted to let you know, I wrote a book on, on this topic. It's the exact blueprint of buying a franchise. So if you're not ready to chat, I'm going to put the link here at the bottom, ggthefranchiseguide.com forward slash book. Check it out. Take advantage. It's literally the blueprint. Uh, I, I put all my thoughts together, my experiences, and I bundle that into a uh, quick read. I think it was a thirty-minute read when I when I went through it last. So you can go to the website, download a, a free copy, or go to Amazon and uh, purchase. Uh, I think it's four ninety-nine as of today. Uh, if you're interested in more of a hard copy, so. Uh, and if you're ready to chat about franchising, book a call right here at same website. Uh, just click on the calendar link and would love to chat and, and help you out. 20 minutes or less, we can figure out together if a franchise may or may not be a good fit for you. Uh, so take me up on that um, on that offer. Now, the top three reasons franchisees succeed. Uh, I definitely want to to cover this episode because it, it, it's funny because you know, the number one reason franchisees fail is that they don't follow the system. So obviously what's the opposite uh, of for franchise owners to succeed is they follow the system. Um, the a franchise is essentially a blueprint, like that guide, the franchisor via trial and error really figured out the best way of going about doing business. So uh, following the system is key. It's the value proposition. It's the reason you're buying a franchise. Uh, you're paying that one-time franchise fee to really set you up for success. Now, not every franchise is built you know, the same. Let's, let's, let's be very clear there, but they are essentially figure out the best way. So the best way of doing business, the vendors you should be doing uh, work with, the pricing, the finding uh, of employees, how to keep those employees on the marketing and the list goes on. Some, some will offer certain services uh, and not others. Uh, some will offer turnkey marketing in a call center. Others will not. So, but, um, that franchise really has figured out the, the best way. So following the system um, is really the number one uh, reason for success. And those that don't follow have a hard time. And I would not recommend anyone buy a franchise if they have no intention of, of following that system or completely changing the, 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 the system. Uh, the second uh, you know, reason that a franchisee succeed is really you know, the, the right fit. Um, and when I mean by right fit is buying the franchise that's right for you. And that's what I specialize in. And that fit really is figuring out why do you want to own a business, but getting into what is your skill sets? What, 
you know, what will you enjoy uh, your role in the business, which could be two, two separate things. And I talk about this uh, quite a bit. So just because you are in a sales role doesn't mean you want to be maybe the, the the main sales rep for the business, business development. Maybe you're reviewing KPIs. Maybe you're meeting with customers, more of a customer service uh, role, but really, you know, figuring out ideally, you know, before looking at the brands and names and industries, but what you would enjoy doing on a daily basis, when are you available? Are you keeping your job? Are you doing this on the side, which is definitely doable? Um, you know, we, 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 where are you located? Is it a brick and mortar location or do you prefer working from home? And, you know, maybe, you know, have going to the customer versus the customer uh, coming to your, uh, you know, location to do business uh, employees and, and things like that. Do you like a larger number of employees? Do you have management skills? Uh, do you prefer a smaller number? So, you know, and, and, and the investment, right? You want to make sure that the investment is in line with uh, the liquid capital you're looking to invest in the business and deciding from there if you want to self-fund, if you want to go out and get a loan, use retirement assets if you're, um, you know, if you qualify. But, you know, with the with the right fit, a big portion of that is also the continuing of due diligence and having the calls with the franchise company, showing up on time, asking great questions, reviewing the franchise disclosure document. Uh, I've talked to people in the past that when I ask how they did their due diligence, they skimmed the document. You need to read that document. You need to really understand what, what's involved and you need to have an open conversation with the, the contact with the franchise uh, validation so you've done your due diligence, right? We've looked at funding. We've looked at the agreements. We know what the um, the opportunity is. We know what the role is. But now let's start talking with existing franchisees. We call it validation. That's really the second stage of the process. But uh, some are one-on-one calls. Some are pre-recorded. Some are live group calls. Uh, getting to to speak with franchisees and get their true experience. You want the good. You want the kind of in-between and you want the bad you want all feedback and you want to always question and follow up with why did you have success? Why didn't you have success? Why didn't you uh, break a, you know, uh, make a profit this year? Was it personal reasons, distractions? Was the franchisor, you know, kind of re uh, shaping their marketing and kind of redoing their system. So you want to spend a lot of time there, uh, figure out what's most important to you prior to those calls and what you want the ideal business to look like. And then from there, ask those questions. And it's a, you know, it's a process of elimination. You want to uh, figure out the best brands and, and we usually bring some great brands to the table. But, you know, if, if you're just going to move forward with one brand, you want to make sure you move forward with the, the brand that uh, resonates with you most. That, that That's the best fit. Maybe if all if, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a three way tie and you can't, you know, you, you need a tiebreaker. Maybe the tiebreaker is the territory closest to you. Maybe it's the one that. Uh, the average franchisee is is making a, a little bit more than the other brand. So look for ways uh, to uh, eventually funnel it down to, to at least one uh, brand that you're most comfortable with. So right fit is key. Just because your neighbor, cousin, friend has done well in a business uh, doesn't mean you will as well. Uh, even with the bigger names, if you don't like managing large numbers of employees and dealing with turnover, that may not be the right business for you. So I, I think that's key. Capital is also one we want to make sure that you do your homework uh, all your homework prior I recommend this on the first by the first or second call when I work with somebody is to work with a funding partner and do a full analysis as to all your funding options what you can afford 
um, if you can't afford it, what you need to get there. So for example, if you have thirty thousand dollars in in liquid in liquidity and cash, and the franchisor is recommending fifty, or to get the loan you need fifty. All right, let's let's put together a plan. Let's say okay, all things equal, credit score and everything remains the same. I got to come up with an extra twenty thousand. So is that an investor? Is can someone loan me that money, or do I put my search on hold for a few months or six months or however however long it takes? to accumulate 20,000 and put together a plan. And maybe it means not eating out every night, cutting, cutting back on the cable bill, whatever, whatever the case may be. So you want to increase, maybe working some overtime, get a bonus, uh, that kind of thing, but eventually to get into where you want to be, but you want to make sure with anything you do, you're prepared, get the family involved, let them know what's going on. And if you are leaving your job full, 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 uh, a full-time job to run the business full-time and you are the only income earner in, in the home, you want to make sure you have, six months of living expense saved because who's going to pay the rent or the mortgage, the food, the, the, the gas, the insurance and things like that. So, um, if there are two, you know, husband and wife in the house uh, or whatever the situation is, if one is continuing to work and they cover all, all the expenses, great. Now let's focus on the business and make sure that with whatever cash injection, you also have a buffer there, right? You want to make sure that if the business takes a little bit longer or it's a type uh, to, to get off up and running or, the business is something that requires, maybe you're getting paid by insurance companies that take 30 to 60 days to, to pay you. You want to make sure you have the, the funds available to pay your employees, assuming it's an employee-based model, uh, to be able to pay them for the first 30 or 60 days. So these are the little little things. And sometimes these are the deal breakers. The brand that has the, the you know W-2s or employees or the 1099 contractors, there's no right or wrong, guys. I can't keep. I keep t- saying the exact same thing. People say, "Well, what would you do?" I'm not you. I want to really educate you and say, "W two or 1099 contractors, which do you prefer?" Some people say, "I have no preference because I don't know the difference." So that's what I talk about. I talk about the differences between the two, um, and and really not pros and cons, more the differences, so that you can decide which may or may not be a good fit. And at the end of the day, you may come back and say. It doesn't make a difference. They both sound great to me. I don't want to limit my options. That's great. Let's move on. We'll move on to the next characteristic of the business. So um, three, th- my top three reasons franchisees succeed. So number one, following the system. Number two, finding the right fit, doing your due diligence and, and, and validation. And my third reason franchisees uh, exceed is, is having capital, being properly funded, doing your, your homework up front so that you're not uh, stressing uh, day one uh, of, of opening your business, how are you going to pay your employees or your rents and things like that, because that stress is, is really going to affect uh, the way you do business. Um, and, you know, we want to uh, not have that necessarily all that stress from from day one. And then, um, hey, what the hell? Bonus three point. We'll call it three point one to be consistent with the title of the show. And this is something I talk I talk about quite extensively is your why. And the why is the, the true reason you're doing this. Yes, money is great. Yes, uh, financial freedom and you hear all this stuff. But why are you doing it? Is it to, you know, you have a young family or you have a family you want to spend more time with and travel and not have to, you know, work uh, nights and weekends and, and things like that. Uh, the why is big because the, the why is the reason you're doing it. But the why is also the uh, the motivation um, you know, the bit your business is cyclical. You're going to have ups and downs. So that why is going to get you through the, the, the rough times. And maybe the rough times are because of the economy or it took you a little bit longer to get up and running, what have you. But 
the why really gets you is is that motivation really gets you through those those difficult times. So I've personally been there. I'd be more than glad to have that conversation with anyone. But uh, things are cyclical, ups and downs. You know, and not everything is perfect. Um, you know, franchise or not, you know, you you, you want to get through the, these times and just go back to the the reason you left your job, the reason you you invested in this uh, in this business. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, I, I wanted to you know three three reasons um, franchisees succeed. I wanted to counterbalance that with the other show top three reasons that franchisees fail. So guys, I hope you found this helpful. As I mentioned, I'm going to throw the the calendar link here at the bottom ggthefranchiseguide.com forward slash calendar book that call guys there, there's literally no cost or obligation there's no contracts um, nothing to sell here it's 20 minutes to get clear if a franchise is a good fit uh, I spoke with someone the other day spent countless hours researching franchises we sat together and realized uh, uh, you know the timing wasn't really right on a franchise and to be quite honest a franchise may have not been the best fit considering what he was looking to to do with the business so in other cases, the complete opposite. That person was uh, looking at another job and and interviewing and coming across the exact same. Yeah, I feel like a number. I don't. I don't feel like I'm going to really, you know, be a- able to ever create any wealth for myself. And uh, that gentleman is now looking at a franchise. So t- take advantage of this of this offer. Um, you know, I also used a coach. Full full disclosure, and that was helpful, and that really helped me to accelerate, you know, my, my learning, um, as someone who's been there, I've owned franchise and non-franchise businesses. I've worked for three of the largest financial institutions out there. I've been laid off. I've been through three mergers. So ask away. I'd love to to share my, my feedback and things to, to look for. And that's, and that's really what we are. We're your, we're educators, we're your advocate in, in helping any way possible so that you can make the best informed decision. So, um, Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate the feedback and, and the questions and the comments. Uh, looking forward to the next episode. And until we talk again, take care and uh, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject, and he'll send you all the details.